today on Real Radio. He's saying, guess what? You're my child. I brought you into this family. You have a new DNA, and it's holiness. It's holy. You are positionally declared holy by me, God. I'm holy. You're related to me. You're mine. I declare you holy. Now get up and go and act like it. Welcome to Real Radio with Pastor Jack Hibbs. I'm David J. thanking you for joining us today as we listen, learn, and are challenged by God's Word, the Bible. On today's edition of Real Radio, Pastor Jack now continues his series called Anchored, a study in 1 Peter, with a message called All in the Family. You know, the Apostle Peter was one of the disciples of Christ who later on became the leader of the first church. Now, there were times when Peter failed the Lord, that's true, but he learned that through Christ's forgiveness and compassion, he could find joy even in the midst of failure, sorrow, and pain. It's also why Peter challenges us to live holy, love others, and to submit to God's authority. There are times when life just isn't easy, that's the truth. The Lord taught us through Peter's letter and through his word to engage our culture, not in anger or violence, but through love and kindness. That way others will see the difference that Christ has made in our own lives. So today on day three of this message, Pastor Jack goes on to say that life without Jesus is a life without meaning or purpose. We are fatherless, we're orphaned, controlled by our society and our own passions. But a life with Jesus, well, that means we are his children and part of his loving family. And now in his message called All in the Family, here's pastor and Bible teacher, Jack Hibbs. The words of God are life. Jesus said in John chapter 7, verse, uh, chapter 10, verse 7, Jesus said to them again, most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door. Definite article, the door. Not many doors. There's not two doors. There's one door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. Yeah, isn't that a beautiful statement? God's sheep will not follow strangers. Yeah, good news, huh? Are you a Christian today? You'll never be deceived. The Holy Spirit in you sets your compass. If, listen, if I see something that's biblically off, you're going to know it. You know how you're going to know it? The Holy Spirit's going to say, mm-mm. And you're all going to hear him. It's awesome. Jesus said, they don't listen to others, thieves or robbers. Verse 9, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he might be saved. He could be. What's it say? Will be saved. What confidence God gives us. Listen, if you're a child of God today, you have confidence in him. He'll never abort you. I can show you many verses where God invites you into his family. I don't see any verses where God says, get out. Even the prodigal son, which is a picture of God. What happened? The son ran away and the father waited, did he not? The father waited and loved on his son and waited. And when that knucklehead boy came to his senses, the Bible says he ran back and his father poured out his grace upon his returning son. Is that you today? Have you run far from God? And God is saying to you, come on back now. Hurry up. Let's go. I invite you back. You're my child. That's why you're not happy in the world. That's why you're not happy out there living for yourself. You're a child of God. You're sinning against God and you're miserable. Thank God you're miserable. We wish more miserableness upon you. Why? Because you don't belong in the world. You need to come home where there's rest. 
The second thing, all in the family are different. Did you know that we're different? In 1 Peter verse 15, chapter 1 verse 15, he says, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. We're different. The Christian is different. The word holy is the Greek word hagios. It means to be set out from and apart from all others. It means to be dedicated or appointed. It means to exist altogether differently. It means, listen to this, hegios, it means to be declared a saint. Did you hear that, everybody? To be declared a saint. To be declared. Who does the declaring? God does. God says this. But as he who called you is holy. Now, I shared this with last service. I thought they were going to get excited. They didn't. So I was very excited studying the Bible this week and came to this discovery. Will you just act like you're excited when I get... Okay. Peter right here quotes right out of the Old Testament. Him being Jewish, what he's trying to communicate to his audience, perfect fit. He's quoting Leviticus chapter 11, verse 44. 1144, Leviticus 1144. It says, for I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore consecrate yourselves for you shall be holy for I am holy, God says. Look at that verse. Leviticus 1144, look what it says. I'm the Lord your God. You shall therefore consecrate yourselves. That means you decide to follow me. That's all that's asked of you. That you, as it were, get up out of your seat and follow Jesus just like the disciples did 21 centuries ago, and you shall be, what's the word? Who's saying this? And he says, what to you, about you, you shall be holy, declares God. This is what what the Bible says. You want to argue with it? That's your business. I'm not, I'm going to obey it. He says, and you shall be holy. How does that happen, God? Because I'm holy, for I am holy. Okay, number two. Leviticus 19, verse 2. Speak to all the congregation of the children of Israel and say to them, you shall be holy for I, the Lord your God, am holy. He doesn't say, straighten up your act. Stand up. Tuck your shirt in. Be holy. No, he's saying, guess what? You're my child. I brought you into this family. You have a new DNA, and it's holiness. It's holy. You are positionally declared holy by me, God. I'm holy. You're related to me. You're mine. I declare you holy. Now get up and go and act like it. You don't act like it to become it. Because you've been declared it, you go act like it. There's a big difference. One is a relationship with God that he has purchased and empowers, and the other one is called religion. And you can find it in any cult anywhere around town. You pick which one you want. This is life. Listen, Leviticus 20, verse 7. Consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy. For I am the Lord your God, and you shall keep my statutes and perform them. I am the Lord who... Who sanctifies you? God does. He does the work. God shows you his will. He shows you his word. And you stand and you go, I can't do it. And God says, that's right, you can't. And the Holy Spirit rolls up his sleeves in you and he goes to work. And his word becomes your delight. You look to his word for direction. You look to his word for guidance. You look to his word for comfort. 
His word is more valuable to you than food. Leviticus 20, verse 26. This is my favorite. And at the end of this one, you can act all excited. <laughs> Leviticus 20, verse 26. And you shall, listen to what he said. And you shall be holy to me, for I, the Lord, am holy, and I have separated you, past tense, from the nations, from the peoples, that you should be mine. I love it. I love it. God is the one doing it. He's doing it. He takes you out of your life and he gives you a new life and then he puts his spirit in you and he says, okay, walk with me. And his grace takes you all the way through. How wonderful is that? Church, I want to show you something. First of all, it's in Ephesians chapter 2, and then I want to go into a little uh, description. Ephesians 2, verse 1. The Bible says, once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, but you used to live in sin just as the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers of the unseen world. That's pretty creepy. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just as everyone else. Look at verse 4, but God, <laughs> but God. Now, I want to show you something on the screen. This, I don't know how it appears on the screen, and maybe it's a little different, but I'm going to read it to you for clarification. Life without Jesus, life with Jesus, and you judge. Life without Jesus, church, we're ignorant of God's word and his will. We don't care, we don't know. Life without Jesus, we are fatherless and orphaned. Life without Jesus, we're controlled by our passions. Life without Jesus, our lives have no meaning or purpose, we're aimless. Interestingly, though, life without Jesus, we're affirmed by the world. We're affirmed by society. They love us when we're of the world. Jesus said the world loves its own. Think now of the systems at play. There's the spiritual world, and then there's this physical world, and they clash. But what about life with Jesus? Have you experienced this change as a child of God? Life with Jesus, knowing Christ and God. Now you know him. You know now that you're a child of God and that you're in the family of God. You're now controlled by obedience. You might want to do something, but your love for God says, I'm going to obey him. Think of that for a moment. Life with Jesus is now a life with meaning and purpose. You're no longer aimless. Life with Jesus, interestingly enough, now you're misunderstood by society. We're not, as, as the sticker is on some of the cars in the parking lot, not of this world. Did you know that? We're not of this world. We're aliens now. We belong to a different world. I've said this to you before, I want to repeat it. It's a wonderful feeling to feel alienated in your own world. I like it. I like the fact that I don't feel at home here in this world anymore. I don't even recognize 
this world. Thirdly, in verse 16, all in the family means that we're adopted. You know, the Bible says we're adopted. When he says, because it is written, he's talking about, again, the Old Testament, be holy for I am holy. What are we talking about this? We're talking about adoption. The Bible tells us that God has adopted us into his family in Romans 18, or excuse me, Romans chapter 8, verses 14 to 16. Romans 8, 14 to 16, the Bible says that the spirit of God that now dwells within us as sons prompts us to call him father. There's a supernatural intimacy that God has created within you. And that verse goes on to say that that causes within us a connection with God. He's no longer alienated and we are not alienated from him. My dear friend, today, if you feel alienated from God, you need to really check all your bases and ask yourself, are you in the family of God? And you might say, well, Jack, you know what? The church family's messed up. Of course it is. It's a family. We're all related. Well, not everybody gets along. Exactly. We're related. Isn't that amazing? Now, I might get in trouble for this, but I think from the beginning, Satan has been trying to figure out the church so he could destroy it. Right? Don't you think? He's like a lion, the Bible says, roaming around, seeking who may devour. And I think he does that to try to destroy Jesus' church in the earth. But if you notice, we argue and bicker and fight back and forth and denominations bite and chew on one another and even, even just personality, Christian personality and this Christian personality, I'm talking about personality, not famous people. They eat on each other. They bite on each other. It's terrible. It's carnal. It's not right. But let's remember this, first of all. Jesus died for our sins, not our personalities. Now, some of us need to get our personalities sanctified. <laughs> okay, God didn't make you a stinker. You need to be nice. But he died for our sins. And he's commanded us to get along. We've been brought into the family of God. We're adopted. We belong to each other. And that being the case, it's, it's beautiful to realize that God says, I called you into my family. I adopted you. At what point, listen, the child that's being adopted. Now, look, I, I speak from my granddaughter's perspective. The whole paperwork and, and scenario, I love it. Her adoption was in the process before she was born. When she came out, this family severed the umbilical cord from her birth mother. And from that moment, in fact, we don't even remember she's adopted until somebody says, oh, is that, is that the adopted granddaughter? Oh, yeah, I guess it is. We never think about it. Do you want to know why? The magnitude of love. It's just instantaneous. You hold a little stranger, and in a nanosecond of time, it's over. She's got Papa wrapped around all fingers, not just the baby finger. And same with the grandson. Instant. Your heart is given over. And the Bible says we've been adopted into the family of God, that God has adopted us. Now look, if you've given birth to your child, you've got, you have given birth to your child. And we've got, we've got two birth kids, and what are you going to do with them? They're yours. You, you made them. They came out. It's like, what are you going to do? You're going home with that kid. <laughs> There's no, you know, return. What's the policy on this one? Lift it up. Where's the, where's the label? No, no, they're yours. Uh, probably not the most encouraging word on a Father's Day to give, but... 
<laughs> but adoption, adoption is we pick that one. God says, I pick you. And he brings you into his family. He's not stuck with you. If I can say it this way, he's stuck on you. But isn't God watching every move I make? Yes, he is. Because he can't take his eyes off you. And what's amazing about our adopted granddaughter is the fact that she looks like us. Not only does she look like us, but she has the same characteristics that her mother had when she was that age. How does that happen? How can that possibly be but God? Every one of us have been adopted into the family of God. We are related. Which leads us to the closing point of verse 16. We're united. All in the family are united. My dear friends, this is a spiritual fact. Now watch this. Don't raise your hand. But if you're a Christian today, and if I were to ask you, are you a Christian? you raise your hand. Well, listen, listen. As much as your hand is up, proclaim that you're a Christian. You are equally united to those sitting around you who are fellow Christians. Remember that when you're trying to get out of the parking lot soon. <laughs> we are united. And the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1, therefore be imitators. You know what the word is? You'll appreciate this. Memites. You say, what? Memites. The word is mime. You know, to mime. You know those funny guys that do that thing? To mime. It means, the word actually means to be the shadow of someone. To be the shadow of someone. To walk exactly like they walk. To move exactly like they move. Let me read it again. Therefore, be the shadow of God. Is that precious? As dear children. And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Isn't that great? The more you and I decide to walk with Jesus, mimicking him, the Father goes, yes. When we worship, the Lord goes, I smell that. So you and I, we sing where the group is leading us. We're singing with them. We hear it. God smells it. God smells our worship. Isn't it amazing? Think of that. Today, Father's Day, barbecues are happening from coast to coast. Millions of barbecues today going up, and you can smell. Oh, man, that, you know what? That's teriyaki chicken over there. Let's, <laughs> let's go to the neighbors. <laughs> You can smell it. So does God. In your life as obedient children, no longer conform to the former lust of this world. But like God is holy, we now leave this place holy because he is. And we walk into that holiness. We live it. And I leave you this picture. Years ago, I used to work at an amazing job, fantastic job, loved the job. When I retired or retired, when I resigned that position, I remember driving northbound on the 55 freeway out of, out of that company and I cried all the way home. I did. I looked like a fool on the freeway. Loved my job. Part of that job is so exciting, but part of the job was some of the stuff we had to deal with was kind of spooky stuff. 
we had to sometime wear protective suits and stuff because the bacteria, the germs that we were possibly being exposed to by this human uh, element that we're working on was dangerous. Listen, on one day, we, were, had, we had our ties over our shoulders or tucked in our shirts and, and we were working and we had blood all over the place and we had body parts and it was just awesome. I'm telling you, it was a fantastic job. It was great. And all of a sudden, the next day, the lab is shut down, quarantined, and they're taking us to a uh, local clinic to be tested, blood tests. And we heard, they, 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 what is, what's happening? Well, we're testing for something called HIV or AIDS. Why? Well, because it's in human blood. We've just found this out. And you guys work with tons of human blood and all these bodies. And Well, and then we began to find out what later became, of course, world news. From that point on, everything we did, we had to do with ourselves, between ourselves and that subject or that issue in a, in a suit or latex protection or a gown. Are you with me? Why? Because what was in them could kill them. Ladies and gentlemen, as a Christian, you've been washed clean. God has taken the world out of you. You are no longer S-I-N positive. And he has suited you up in Christ. And now you go out into a world and the gospel, Holy Spirit truth has covered you. And you go out into that world holy. And you go into an unholy world. And you're the one that reaches in to rescue those that are destined and doomed to die. You're the one that goes into a culture that is S-I-N positive. And you love them out of it. Because you know exactly how it is to be in it. But you were washed, but you were cleansed, but you were made like Jesus. This is the gospel of our God. And it's great news. Pastor and Bible teacher, Jack Hibbs. Here on Real Radio, in a message called All in the Family. We're so glad you joined us today. And our hope is that you are wrapped up and under the safe haven of Jesus Christ, who loves you and wants you to know him as your personal savior. All in the Family is part of Pastor Jack's series called Anchored, a study in 1 Peter. It's a series that takes us through the life and times of the Apostle Peter, whose love for Jesus Christ carried him through great persecution and whose compassion for others still inspires us today. And we'll continue on the next edition of Real Radio. You know, there are a lot of voices out there shouting this and that, spreading their own personal agendas. But Peter warns us not to conform to worldly opinions and instead set ourselves apart from them. One thing that can help us, though, is that we fill our minds and our hearts with the Word of God and to have a quiet time with the Lord. You see, He speaks to us with a still small voice, but His words, they're powerful enough to change our lives for the better. So if you have yet to start a devotional time or you just need some direction, we would love to help you with that. Pastor Jack has new weekly devotions on his website that he's personally written and that includes a Bible verse and a conversation that relates to specific verses. So simply go to reallifewithjackhibbs.org, click on that Devotions tab. You'll also find previous devotions you can tap into and enjoy every day of the week. There's even a link where you can email us if you've been blessed and you want to share your experience. Again, go to our website, reallifewithjackhibbs.org. That's reallifewithjackhibbs.org. 
www.rrmedia.org. And if you need to get a hold of us for any reason, you can call us at 877-RR-RADIO. That's 877-777-2346. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 1273, Chino Hills, California, 91709. And don't forget, we have other ways to connect with us, such as Facebook, Instagram, and the Real Life with Jack Hibbs app. Or you can visit our website at reallifewithjackhibbs.org and click right there on our contact tab. It's real easy, and we'd be happy to get back to you. This program is made possible by the generous contributions of you, our listeners. Visit us at reallifewithjackhibbs.org. That's reallifewithjackhibbs.org. I'm David J. Until next time, Pastor Jack Hibbs and all of us here at Real Radio wish for you solid and steady growth in Christ and in His Word. We'll see you next time here on Real Radio.